Welcome back to the Mackinac on Michigan show brought to you by the Mackinac Center's Frank Beckman Center for Journalism here on WJR. I'm Kelly Cobb. And I'm Jarrett Scorup. And uh, our first guest on the show, there's been a lot of turmoil uh, in the Michigan Republican Party of late. But there is some hope that uh, things are coming to an end there, that the the lack of unity and uh, the lack of fundraising, it's been such a huge problem. Uh, But they recently elected a new chair, uh, former ambassador, former congressman, Pete Hoekstra, and he's with us now. Pete, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, it's great to be with you. Thanks. Thank you for the invite. Oh, for sure. Um, So I guess the first question is you've got these, you know, competing sort of factions that no matter what happens, they're going to have to unify in some way within the party to create some unity and bring everybody together. How do you intend to do that as the newly elected chair, Pete? Well, I, let me give you a little bit of a slightly different perspective. There's two politi- There's two Republican parties. There are the grassroots Republican Party. Uh, you know, these are just people that on the street they identify as Republicans, uh, and, and you know, they they just go to work in the morning. They raise their families. Uh, they take care of their kids and. They're more united than they've ever been, okay? The, you know, every day Gretchen Whitmer and Joe Biden uh, energize these folks, and, you know, they're, they're tired of Bidenomics. They're tired of what's happening on the su- southern border. Uh, they, uh, you know, they're, they're concerned about what's happening globally. They're energized, and they're ready to go, and, and they're united. And then there's this thing called the Republican Party, the physical structure, you know, the, uh, the structure uh, that most people have no idea idea you know who Pete Hookster is or who Christina Caramo is and yeah there's bitter divisions in there uh, there's not a, there's you know, I think we're probably going to find out that the party is a million dollars in debt uh, and those types of things and yeah we're gonna we're gonna un- the challenges to unite the party and we're gonna do that by focusing on one thing we're focusing on November we're focusing on the elections. We're focusing on the challenge. We're focusing uh, on the policies that we as Republicans want to put forward. Uh, and we're going to invite everybody in who supports our candidates, who supports uh, you know, a Republican agenda. They're going to be welcome in. And uh, then it becomes their decision. But we're not going to be excluding anybody. Pete, um, so obviously during a presidential election year, it's pretty – People are going to get motivated either for candidates or against candidates at the top of the ticket. Um, how's the party dealing with kind of the down ballot candidates? I mean, it seems to me that's the most important. You know, having a strong candidate in a in a swing state like Michigan um, is is going to unite people. Um, how about focusing on those down ballots? The, the Republicans lost the state Senate for the first time in 40 years. Um, that's not up this year, but they do want to take back a competitive state house. What's the party doing to, uh, to focus on those down ballot races? Well, the great thing is, as you know, different folks looked at the Republican Party over the last year, they expected that there was going to be a vacuum, that there was not going to be a Republican Party to help uh, in this election cycle. We now have hope. But when they looked at that vacuum, they already started, uh, a number of organizations already started uh, putting in place a structure and the money, not only to focus at the top of the ticket, but to focus on, you know, like you said, the state house uh, and congressional districts. Uh, the Senate campaign will 
it's very uh, very important. But uh, you know that'll be taken care of by by the Senate candidates. But no, we're going to engage with the groups that have been out there and that have been putting that structure in place. Uh, winning back the state house clearly uh, is going to be one of our major priorities because it is the only way that we can put a stop or at least slow down, uh, you know, the agenda of Gretchen Whitmer. You know, taking it from the the local level to the national level, we obviously still have a primary going on to some extent uh, between Donald Trump and Nikki Haley. Um, But can you talk generally about the significance of Michigan nationally, particularly with the Electoral College, because you can run some of these scenarios on what it looks like on how a presidential candidate gets to 270. Most of them that I've at least looked at, they really do come down to how Michigan's going to go. And the polling uh, polling coming out continues to come out and says that Trump's up a handful of percentage points over Joe Biden. Oh, no, that's exactly right. Uh, but your first point is the most important. And when I was with the president recently, you know, it's very simple. Pete, if we win Michigan, I'm the next president. Uh, because it's almost impossible for Joe Biden to get to 270 uh, electoral votes losing the state of Michigan. Uh, and he's in trouble in a number of other states uh, already. So, uh, you know, it, Michigan is, I wouldn't say it's key. It's important because if we win here, Biden can't win. Uh, Trump If we lose here, there are still other ways for Donald Trump or a Republican nominee to get to 270. Uh, But uh, there's really no way for Biden to get there if he doesn't win Michigan. So it's going to be an exciting time this summer and this fall. Uh, You know, Joe Biden will not forget about Michigan like Hillary Clinton did in 2016. Uh, But, you know, we've got, as you said, we've got a real shot at winning at the the issue lineup, the profile of the issues for this election. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. What what are you focused on? Oh, I mean, it's a target rich environment. I mean, you've got the governor recently saying, hey, you know, I'm asking the residents of Michigan to take in the illegal people uh, crossing the border. It's like, excuse me? You're asking, you know, uh, are you not taking a look at what's going on in New York and Chicago? Uh, and I, you know, uh, our sheriff in Oakland County, uh, Mike Bouchard, was just talking about the rise in crime because of illegal gang, illegal migrants and gang activity. Uh, you know, you talk about Bidenomics, uh, mortgage rates just went over 7% again. Uh, the grocery bills that parents or families are worried about every day. Uh, what's going on in uh, the Middle East? What's going on in Ukraine? Uh, you know, is America safe? I mean, it's a target-rich uh, environment. We're going to focus on economic issues. It, you know, it is the economy, uh, but it's also personal security and safety uh, that uh, you'll see there. Uh, and, you know, we've worked with the Mackinac Center on some other stuff. I mean, it's crazy, right? We have a, we have a governor that wants to— that that want, that's in the process of giving four billion dollars to the Chinese Communist Party, and the Chinese Communist Party makes state legislators and even a, a congresswoman sign non-disclosure agreements. Uh, so think of this: we've got state legislators signing non-disclosure agreements forced on them by the Chinese Communist Party 
so the Chinese Communist Party will know how the money is going to be spent, but the citizens of Michigan will not be. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is this is absolutely crazy. What what a perfect segue, uh, Pete, because we're going to be talking about exactly those issues and what's in Whitmer's budget in our next segment. Um, uh, we got to leave it there, though. We so appreciate your thoughts and your time. Pete Hoekstra, newly minted chair of the Michigan Republican Party. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thank you. And we'll be back after a brief break with more of the Mackinac Michigan Show here on WJR.